You're listening to the Florida Bar Podcast, brought to you by the Florida Bar's Practice Resource Center, Legal Fuel, produced by the broadcast professionals of the Florida Bar. Florida Bar Podcast, brought to you by Legal Fuel, the Practice Resource Center of the Florida Bar. We're so glad you're joining us. This is Christine Bilberry. I'm a Senior Practice Management Advisor at the Bar and one of the hosts of the show, which is being recorded from our home offices in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello, I'm Carla Eckhart. I'm a Practice Management Advisor at the Florida Bar and a co-host of today's podcast. Our goal at the Practice Resource Center is to assist Florida attorneys with running the business side of their law practices. We focus on a different topic each month and carry the theme through our website with related tips, videos, and articles. The Florida Bar strives to provide relevant services and products at a discount through the Member Benefit Program to help our members better run their practices. And just like practice management software that can make your practice dramatically more efficient, using a service to improve your mental health will also greatly benefit your practice of law. Through the work of the Florida Bar's Standing Committee on Mental Health and Wellness of Florida Lawyers, the Florida Bar had already planned to roll out a new confidential mental health helpline for our members way before COVID changed everything. So on May 1st of this year, two months early, the 24-7, 365 mental health helpline debuted exclusively for Florida Bar members to call and to speak to a mental health professional and, if needed, receive up to three free in-person therapy sessions with a licensed mental health counselor. To ensure confidentiality, the bar hired a completely independent company that specializes in providing professional assistance to individuals dealing with life's challenges. This is such an important benefit that instead of a discount, the bar is paying 100% of the cost for our members. And joining us today to discuss the new helpline is Lisa Hardy of Corp Care Associates Incorporated. Corp Care is an employee assistance program provider headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia, with coverage throughout the U.S., Canada, and the Caribbean. Lisa Hardy is the vice president of clinical operations at Corp Care. She has over 35 years of experience in mental health, substance abuse, and human resources, and has been with Corp Care EAP since 2000, where she oversees all aspects of the program delivery systems and quality control. As a certified leadership coach, Lisa is a recognized international speaker on leadership development, corporate team building, resiliency, and emotional health, employee wellness, substance abuse and addiction, workplace issues, and anti-bullying. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege. So, Lisa, can you tell our listeners a little about the history of Corp Care and your role there? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Corp Care was started in 1991 by our president and owner, George Martin, who brings with him an extensive history in mental health, substance abuse counseling as a marriage and family therapist. He has a background um, as a Methodist minister and then moving into the field of EAP or employee assistance program. Corp Care has the privilege of serving many, many different industries. As mentioned, our clients are coast to coast throughout Canada and the Caribbean. In 2010, uh, we were invited to propose to handle the Georgia LAP. And at that time, we were selected as the partner. 
we are an outside vendor, so it does provide that extra relation or extra level of confidentiality. Um, since that time, we've added a number of bars, um, including a couple of others in between, and then Florida, of course, um, in May of this year. And attorneys by nature can be very skeptical. And so we know that that's a consideration for members who are thinking about calling the helpline, their, their confidentiality from the bar. So what are the facts about uh, the information that you provide to us at the Florida Bar? The really nice thing to be able to say is you as the bar have so much concern for the attorneys and respect that you don't ask information. You haven't set a standard for any information to be disclosed to you that in any way comfort compromises the confidentiality and privacy of the attorneys that are seeking assistance. You made it really clear to us out the gate that this was about attorneys having access. Um, and so on the other hand, there is, you know, a fee involved, and so you want to know what you're getting for your money. We are able to return to you a report that is strictly aggregate, total number of calls. The other thing that, that I heard clearly from you all in the beginning, these numbers were important, not just from the financial standpoint, but were we doing what it took to reach attorneys? And it's some of that aggregate data, it's that confidential data that helps you and I analyze, are we getting the word out? Um, so that's how the information that is collected is even used. Um, I will say, um, as a company that has been in business since 1991, if we compromised confidentiality in any way, we would not be able to be in business. The, the laws around um, substance abuse and mental health have been in place many years, even before HIPAA became commonplace. That's excellent. And, and again, like Christine said, it's, it's really important for us to let our members know until we're blue in the face that the information is confidential. We want them to trust that they can call uh, the helpline and the bar's not going to know about it. That's right. We don't, we don't care. Um, and, and on that note, um, before the helpline came to be, uh, Florida Lawyers Assistance handled both voluntary and disciplinary uh, assistance to uh, members uh, that had issues, um, you know, mental health issues, or, or, or we're dealing with, again, like Christine said earlier, life's challenges. Um, does the helpline run by Corp Care have any connection to the bar's discipline program like Florida Lawyers Assistance does? Absolutely not. Um, the program, again, at its heart is about helping problems, concerns, issues, challenges, strictly voluntary, strictly separate from the bar, and strictly separate from any discipline or reporting. No matter what we hear, apart from the imminent threat to a life, has no reporting at all involved. Great. Um, and so one of the things when we were researching trying to find a helpline, we did we um, talked to a lot of different entities. And one of the things that really shocked me was they will tell you up front that when someone calls a suicide hotline, you can almost ex invariably be ex expect to be put on hold because they are getting so many callers. They have limited resources. Um, and to me, I, that was shocking because I thought these are the people that most need someone to pick up the phone. Um, 
And so I had one of the uh, original committee members say to me, have you ever called Corp Care to see if they're really picking up their phone? And I, we were on a Zoom call and I said, I haven't, you know, I, I, it, I, you know, I have, I didn't think to do that because I've, you know, I've talked to you guys so much. And so this Florida Bar member said, you know, I might use the helpline. So it's, it's not at all, um, I'm not, I'm not being deceptive. I'm going to really call and see what, you know, what reception I get. So I was on a Zoom call with him while he called you. It was wonderful. The, the person that answered the phone could not have been kinder. Um, and, uh, he he told her that he didn't think he needed any services right now, but he wanted to find out details. And she was just great about it. And I have to say, she picked up immediately. But I still, it's scary to make that call. I, I, I wasn't even making the call and I felt a little nervous that he was really going to call you. So tell me what one of our members can expect when they first dial the helpline number. What's going to happen? That's a great question, and thank you. Um, first, I think I want to start with dispelling what you might have or someone might have in their mind. If you've ever watched late night TV or probably any TV, you see these ads and they're selling weight loss let's say, and they pan over to a whole bunch of people in a room with headsets just answering call after call. Well, the next commercial you see is they're selling a knife set and they pan to that same call center, those same people. Um, please erase that from your mind. Um, we don't operate a call center. Um, Corp Care's team are hired specifically as we call them triage. Because the point is, when a person calls our helpline, the Florida Lawyers Helpline, we don't know exactly what they might be needing. We don't know who needs services or what those services are. So we're there to triage, which means, number one, we listen. We want to hear what you have to say. A lot of times I'm asked, well, what do I say when I call? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you say, I got an email promoting this number or a friend of mine said that I, you know, a fellow attorney said I probably should call this number. It doesn't matter what you start out saying. Um, we're there to listen. And so my team, our team is specifically trained to do just that. Listen, know what the concern is, and then respond with support and answers and resources and counseling and those things that are needed. And that helpline is answered 24 seven by counselors who have at least a master's degree in training. And again, it's all we do. We're not doing other services or products. So again, just to dispel any sort of preconceived notions about what the helpline is, is it just a crisis line or can someone who's just very stressed also call? Absolutely, we do wanna be there for the crisis. No question, but it is so much more. In fact, from my heart, that would be the message I would want to convey. It is um, a very proactive, preventative opportunity. Um, one example sometimes we say is, before you're ready to file bankruptcy, call, get a financial consult, work with a, with a financial professional to get some budgeting and other information. Before you file for divorce, I know that might not be what an attorney wants to hear from a business standpoint, but before you file for divorce, you know, get some counseling. When you start realizing that your marriage isn't what you thought it was going to be, what about premarital counseling? That's a great 
time to use the program. Um, when you're trying to think, how do I transition back from now having been at home all these months? How do I transition back to my office? What do I do with my kids? You know, how do I explain to my kids what has happened with their schools? Any, that's why we want to talk about problems, issues, concerns, and challenges not just crisis or not just mental health diagnosis. And I want to touch on who is um, permitted to use the helpline through the Florida Bar. So you do have to be a member in good standing. You can be a judge, you can be a lawyer, but uh, if you're officially retired you're, or you've gone, um, you've been disbarred, those kind of things. Um, so it's, it's for any member in good standing, judges, lawyers. And if you are one of those people, you can receive three in-person therapy sessions per year. But is there a cap on the number of phone calls that a member can make to the helpline? I got this question. I was like, I don't know. Um, absolutely not. There is no cap. Um, and what we do when an individual calls, let's say they have already used their three sessions. What you're not going to hear is, oh, you've used your three sessions, good luck. Absolutely not. Again, we want to hear what's going on, what the concern is. We are skilled and prepared to provide you what we call in-the-moment support. Let's talk a few minutes about where you are right now and what do you need to help you relax? What do you need to help you be able to get to sleep? What do you need to be able to help you to get back into the courtroom or back into to that meeting or whatever you have on your agenda. What do you need to do to plan for some some more help, some more counseling, some more services that you might need. So we're going to help you with that in the moment support. We're going to help you also look at some other resources that might be available to you as well, but unlimited times to call the helpline. And do you find that most callers also take advantage of the in-person sessions or do a lot of people just call to speak to a counselor, um, you know, in the moment and then go from there? I would say that the vast majority take advantage of the services. Um, we do talk about in-person. Again, that's at the heart of corp care. We believe there is something about that in-person connection, that visual communication. COVID changed all that, um, but we still want to use something that gives a visual. So we do have the video um, telehealth counseling that's available that is taking place over a secure platform between just you and your counselor. Many of you are taking part in Zoom and other meetings. Yes, it's kind of similar to that, but it's even more private and, and structured like a true therapy session. I will tell you, though, that one of the things that we experience, um, not just with attorneys, but certainly with them, that they make that initial call, which as Christine mentioned, is hard. It took a lot of courage. It took a lot to make that first phone call. But they make that call and we connect with them and we know that they could benefit from that counseling. We give them a referral to a couple of counselors in their area that we think are a good match for them. And then they just don't follow through. Um, we want to be supportive in following up and encouraging people to take the next step, but we also don't want to become a nuisance. So typically when an attorney has called us and we make those referrals, they'll generally hear from us about 
three times over the next couple of weeks, um, just reminding them, seeing if there's anything we can do to help them go ahead and schedule that appointment. But some will at that point not follow through. Um, that's part of life. That's part of human nature um, and anything that we can do along the way to encourage that. But most are absolutely taking advantage of the sessions. We're also hearing a lot of words of appreciation. We're hearing a lot of people say they are so thankful and they are so grateful that the bar has provided this. And I do have a, a follow-up question because you mentioned that COVID changed the whole in-person situation. Do you intend on continuing teletherapy sessions even once COVID is over? Absolutely. Again, that was something that Corp Care provided for many, many years now. So we were already equipped. We had very little um, transition to go through to make that happen uh, back in March and when when things started happening. So yes, that will always be an offering and in person will always be an offering as it's allowed city by city. That's important to a lot of our members, especially you're in Miami, to get in your car and drive across town to your therapist's office and get back. Or if you're an associate and you don't necessarily want people to know that you're using your lunch break to go to a therapy session, telehealth is is excellent. Um, and I know that uh, when we went through the process of, of vetting Corp Care, um, you have over, I think, 11,000 counselors in your network. But who are these people? Like how do, when I call and I agree that I do want to take advantage of the, the in-person therapy sessions, how do you handle that referral? Where am I going? Who are these people? You're probably accustomed to networks when it comes to your primary care doctor and other specialists and things like that. So our network is very similar to something like that. Um, Corp Care entirely manages our own network. And the reason that's important is there are systems out there that buy or rent their network from some other organization or entity. That means they're relying on that organization to have done diligence about this other, you know, provider. We do all of that. So what we do is we look at where we have attorneys and in Florida, that's everywhere. Um, and so we take zip codes and we go to the trusted sources to begin with. A lot of times that is the major insurance carriers. We do want to look at who they're using. Um, we use a couple other sources. We don't just use a random Google. Um, we have some beginning and then we take that list and we actually, again, I, we have a team that's just for providers. This is all they do. Um, they contact that counselor. They interview them. We talk about the specific population of attorneys. Not every counselor in the court care EAP network is a part of the Florida Lawyers Helpline network. So that's really a specialized network. And what we're looking at is we're looking at their experience. We're looking at their ability to offer an appointment, preferably within one to three business days. We are looking at where they're located. We do check to make sure that there have been no complaints made against their license. Um, they do have to carry liability. A number of years ago, probably Eh, maybe four years ago, we started a Google test is what we call it. And 
um, not only our millennials, but many of our clients today, when we give a referral to them, the first thing they do is Google that person. Well, we want to see what you're going to see before you see it. And so once we think that we're going to add someone to our network, we Google them to see what's going to come up. Um, I would tell you that as recently as yesterday, uh, we Googled a name and something came up that would be totally unacceptable to us, yet that person is on some very common and popular panels. So that's why we individually. So that's how we get our network. If I might then add, once I'm talking with you, I'm going to ask some things. Do you know if you have a preference of a male or a female? We have a lot of diversity. Um, we have um, counselors of color. We have cultural differences. Um, sometimes there's a religion or a not religion request, any kind of special requests like that. And then we're going to do our best to match them all. Um, and so that's how we determine who you're going to be referred to. And not to beat this into the ground, but I'm going to anyway. Okay, <laughs> so I go to the sessions. Is the bar going to know that I went to the sessions? And am I going to get a bill? Again, great questions. And I'm going to add one to that. Um, it, are you then going to have a mental health record? Ah. Uh, another important question when it's coming to all that privacy and confidentiality. So no, the bar is not going to know. When you go see the counselor, we send the counselor some paperwork for you to sign and it is a release of information. It is asking that that counselor can talk to us to corp care that they can let us know what what are the dates of your sessions and when were you seen and we do want to know a little bit about what you all discussed again that serves a purpose that you might not even be thinking of that's part of quality control that's how i kind of one of the gauges i use to know if we've got good quality counselors that we're referring you to um, so you are asked to do that in the event, and I hope that you would choose to sign it, but in the event that, that whether you sign it or not, no, you're not going to get a bill. The invoice is going to come directly to Corp Care, and we're going to pay that. And in no way is the information, again, shared with the bar. That is strictly between Corp Care. Um, we have a 1099 contract agreement with our counselors. They are an extension of Corp Care. They are bound by their own ethics of their license, and they are bound by the confidentiality of their agreement with us. And you don't have a mental health record. Um, for those of you who know what a DSM-5 diagnosis is, we don't deal in that. When you go and see your doctor, they have to write down some diagnostic code and they have to write down a service code, a CPT code of what service they provided in order for your insurance to pay it. We don't do that. We don't, we don't have to have a diagnosis. None of that's involved in the Florida Lawyers Helpline program. And you mentioned, obviously, calling the helpline is free. There's free in, uh, three free in-person sessions. But are there any costs or fees for Florida bar members who use Corp Care services? Um, there are not. There's no upselling. This isn't a loss leader. It's none of those things. Um, we do try to be sensitive to people's financial situations. 
particularly there are some concerns and issues that really would warrant more than those three sessions. So we do want to make sure that attorneys know what options they have to be able to continue with some counseling and with some further services. So while anything beyond those first three are at a fee, um, that's a real clear line. They'll know it. Um, resources and help will be kind of clearly defined. The same is true with the work-life benefits that we offer. Um, you can call for financial consults. Well, you're going to get that consult at no charge, but if you really need uh, a CPA or some sort of more advanced services, those will be offered and offered at a discount, but I've been here personally for over 20 years and can attest that it is absolutely not a hard sell. Um, when you call us maybe for childcare arrangements or summer camps or those type of things, at that point we are dealing with resources, any of those services that you would actually avail yourself of, of say taking your child to a summer camp, the cost of that camp is at your expense. But those things are real clearly defined. And so you've touched, you touched on a couple of them. This was wonderful. And we're still trying to get people to believe this. Okay. So you need help budgeting. You need, and so you talked about the summer camp. You need, I need somebody in my area on these days. Here's my budget. So you have these uh, counselors that are going to actually go out and find it. The other thing is talk about um, the elder care for people that are dealing with that. Absolutely. And it's been an issue for a long time. But of course, the longer that adults live, um, the more we see some of that role, re role reversal. You may be a part of what has been called the sandwich generation. You're still raising your children while your parents or, or grandparents are becoming a little older and needing more assistance. There's always an emotional component with that. And so, that's another opportunity to use counseling is how do I deal with this role reversal? Um, so that's an option. But in terms of those practical and logistical services, whether your loved one lives in Florida or near you or somewhere else across the country, we have elder care or older adult case managers. And those services range from maybe you just want information. You want to get literature or emails that tell you what's the difference in Medicare and Medicaid. What's the difference in a nursing home and an ALF. Maybe though you're at the point that you do want to know in this area which ones are available, how, are the, how do I know which are the good ones, um, how do I know how much they cost, and it can go as far as that case manager will actually identify specific openings and the date that your loved one could go in. So that's a continuum of services. It's considered a case and there are no charges um, to you for anything of, involved in that. Um, the child care is very similar. It is a childcare expert. Um, they're looking for sick baby care, newborn. Um, how do you hire a nanny? How do you screen a daycare center, summer camps? You call and you tell us, you know, I have a 12-year-old who I want a sports-related day camp, and here's my budget. They're going to come back to you with those options. And, and why do we do that? Why, why does that make any sense to put in with the Florida Lawyers Helpline? Because this is about 
you being your best, first of all, as an individual, second of all, as a parent, um, concerned citizen, all the other roles that you play, and as an attorney. And so if we can help and we can take some distractions off your plate, um, things that have to be taken care of during business hours, you're busy during business hours. So we want to be able to help with those things. So again, just to reiterate what you just said, this helpline is not just to help you with stresses regarding lawyering. It's with all life stresses. Um, because if, like we've touched upon in, in many podcasts and webinars before this, if you don't have the rest of your life in order and you haven't dealt with all of other life's issues, you're not going to be your best uh, when you're uh, working for your clients. So it's important to have sort of a well-rounded approach, and that's what this helpline uh, is meant for. So don't not call because it's not related to your law practice or because, you know, it's, it's, it's a personal issue. Just call the helpline. So on that note... Do you get callers that are reaching out because they're concerned about a fellow attorney, coworker, or friend? Absolutely, we do. Um, and what we want to do in those cases is the person who's calling us, that's who we have. That's the person who's ready for action. I don't know about the person they're concerned about, how ready they are. And so we're going to talk with you and we're going to coach you and we're going to give you some tips and tools. And my goal at the end of that call is that you will feel equipped to take some next steps to intervene and to help that other person. Depending on the situation, it might even be appropriate for you to go see a counselor and really begin to um, organize some sort of intervention or further steps. But at least on an initial call, you can get some, some tips and tools and really just, again, be equipped to take the next step. And what a caring and compassionate thing. Um, you're not being a rat or a fink or a tattletale because again, remember, this is confidential. This is about help. And so it's just a real unselfish, um, courageous thing. And I love you. You use the analogy that I always think of in this situation. You said, take something off your plate. So people that are super stressed often don't realize that they've been carrying this giant overstuffed plate of things. And so maybe they call you and they're, you know, like, no, I'm just, I'm just a little stressed. Nothing else is going on in my life. But I think it's interesting. The counselor is going to say, well, what else is on your plate? And then you have these beautiful services that are say, let's help you with this. Let's help you with this. And so when your plate is lighter, like Carla said, you're a better attorney, you're happier there. And like Carla, there was a podcast we did before. There's not really any more work-life balance, if we're being honest, especially during COVID now. There's just work-life blend. It's your life. It's not your work life and your home life. It's your whole life. And so I, I love that this is available to our members. Um, but when they actually call, and I know that you provide this exact same service to other state bar associations, what are the most common reasons that lawyers are calling you? Yeah. And I will tell you right now, um, it, the, it's pretty much the same across our bar associations. Mm -hmm. um, it is and, and let me clarify it before I say it, this is self-identified. So this is not an, a formal diagnosis because mm -hmm. remember, that's not our concern. Um, the number one identified reason is anxiety. The number two reason is depression. And the number three reason is stress. Now, one of the things that we do is we typically, when it's applicable, we also do a second 
concern that we list. And so anxiety and depression completely flip-flop. They are absolutely um, there. Again, that's self-described. People don't generally, we do have some that are coming right out the gate and saying, oh, this COVID. That's not generally what they lead with, but somewhere in the conversation. COVID either exacerbated an existing situation or it did possibly create a situation um, that might not have otherwise come up. So if we truly wanted to point the finger, COVID would be a lot of the reason. Might I say is if I could change one thing in the world, it would be to eliminate the stigma around mental health and substance abuse. But until that happens, one thing COVID did for us, everyone was affected by COVID. And so it became a little more acceptable that you might reach out for help because of COVID. Um, so it's the one thing it gave us. It universalized the struggle that eliminated a little bit of the stigma around asking for help. You're right. That is such an issue. The other thing that we keep hearing, and this was before COVID and now it's really exacerbated, is so many attorneys are lonely. If you don't have someone to talk to, I mean, like, I think a lot of people, maybe they don't go to counseling because they have a best friend, they have a mom, a sister, brother, whatever, or a coworker that they just share life's you know, ups and downs with. So people that are lonely don't realize the toll that's taking on their mental health. And so if you're experiencing that, I, I think it would be just having someone pick up the phone and listen to everything that's going on with you is, it, it's a low bar to get you where you need to be. But just think about it like that. Um, there's somebody there that's going to really, really give you, you know, active listening, which is well, rare in life. And I think it's important. Sometimes people don't know what they don't know or, you know, they can't even recognize depression or anxiety, mm -hmm. um, even though they're experiencing it right then and there. So just having someone to talk to um, without using the words depression or anxiety mm -hmm. can go a long way. Absolutely. And when you find yourself... Um, ruminating the same thoughts going over and over in your mind. Christine, to your point, when we've had our social outlets, when we've been able to get together and, you know, whatever your social and, and community activity is, you were naturally uh, debriefing. Mm -hmm. You were naturally kind of dumping off. And then all of a sudden, this is kind of staying in here. And it doesn't cost you anything. Why not take advantage of it? Um, and so absolutely, I think that's a, a great example of using the, the program. So one of the main sort of the impetus for having you on the show um, this month uh, was the Florida bar exam and all the issues surrounding uh, the administration of the exam uh, with COVID going on. So can you tell us how Corp Care has stepped in to help current Florida bar exam applicants when the board of bar examiners postponed the exam to October? We are just so thankful, and I am so encouraged personally, um, that you all took the initiative to say, here's a need, let's see how we can meet it. Um, when the opportunity for the exam registrants to call and take advantage of the services, we had a lot of activity, 
and and the stress level I can only imagine what the stress level and anxiety and preparation and all is around such an exam anyway but then to have a lot of unknowns about is it going to happen when's it going to happen is it on this format and unfortunately florida had the misfortune of some other states going before them and then there was all the gossip and rumors and stories you know and so people really took advantage of that service they did talk with us um, i'll be honest we actually had a couple of people we talked out of panic attacks they oh. literally called us in the moment of a panic attack um, and so it was very high anxiety producing um, we anticipate with the test date coming up again that others might want some support but again let's keep in mind what we talked about this whole time now you might not feel much anxiety at all you might think you're really okay call and check in call in and touch base, go ahead and use the service. Or you might be that person who's starting to kind of wring your hands or have difficulty sleeping or, or finding yourself um, tearful a lot. Um, so anywhere on that continuum, um, if, if I had to face and, and do the exam and do those things, um, I would want some extra help. So I hope that people will take advantage of that. Definitely, and, and just to, um be clear, this is for Florida bar exam applicants or registrants, like you said. So if you have registered to take the exam and there's been issues, obviously, like we know of, there is an upcoming uh, exam. We hope that goes well. Um, then there are dealing, then there's dealing with the results. We hope that goes well, but we know that that doesn't go well for everybody. Unfortunately, it's just a fact of life. Um, so while this whole process is playing out, uh, up to when are uh, registrants or applicants uh, allowed to uh, call the helpline? Absolutely. At this time, it's extended through the end of the year, through December 31st. Wonderful. And Carla, on that same topic, can you tell our listeners um, uh, some of the important information regarding the upcoming bar exam and the supervised practice program. So COVID threw all of this out of whack. So it got postponed. Now we know it's coming up. Give us some of the details about what's happening on that subject. Sure. So I'm sure that those that are registered for the upcoming exam already know this information, hopefully. But just in case, um, the exam is scheduled to take place October 13th, 2020. The results are scheduled to be released on Friday, November 20th, 2020. However, I encourage uh, everyone listening, even you know if you are an attorney already and you're just looking to hire someone or whatever it may be, um, for updates and current information about the exam and results and so on and so forth, you want to go to the Florida Board of Bar Examiners website, not the Florida Bar's website, the Florida Board of Bar Examiners website, and that is floridabarexam.org. Also on the Florida Board of Bar Examiners website is information on the Temporary Supervised Legal Practice Program, which was essentially created um, to mitigate delays in the administration of the exam. Um, and it provides some applicants a means to begin limited work in the law under the direct supervision of a licensed Florida attorney, even before they've taken the exam. The program ends 30 days after the board releases the results for the February 2021 general bar exam. So this is not going to go on forever. Um, it's just through uh, the end of February 2021 or whenever they release those results. It, it appears to be about 
a month, give or take. Um, the Florida Bar's Young Lawyers Division website, flayld.org, also has a great section with information and resources about the program. There's webinars, there's PowerPoints, there's FAQs, there's all kinds of information on YLD's website, and that again is flayld.org. Um, however, this is important to note. All questions regarding the program should be directed to the Board of Bar Examiners. Applicants with portal access should submit questions through the applicant portal. All others should email questions to support at floridabarexam.org. That email again is support at floridabarexam.org. Perfect. And so again, just to repeat, um, because of the current circumstances, we are extending the helpline to current um, bar exam applicants till December 31st of 2020 so that they will have their results and still be able to call the helpline up till the end of the year. Um, well, it looks like we've reached the end of our program. Thank you, Lisa Hardy, for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity and look forward to hearing from many attorneys. Excellent. And if our listeners have questions about Corp Care Services, where can they find information and what is the helpline phone number? Important thing. And we are happy for you to call the helpline even with some questions. That way you've got one number on your mind. Um, and that number is 833-FL1-WELL. And hopefully that's easy to remember, but it comes out to be 833-351-9355. So please feel free to call us even if you are just having questions and, and wondering what some next steps would be. Um, there is information on the Florida Bar website about us as well, and you can go there. Excellent. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. Join us next time for another episode of the Florida Bar Podcast brought to you by Legal Fuel, the Practice Resource Center of the Florida Bar. I'm Christine Bilbury. And I'm Carla Eckhart. Until next time, thank you for listening. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalFuel.com. Don't miss an episode by subscribing to the Florida Bars podcast via iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and RSS. Find the Florida Bars Practice Resource Center Legal Fuel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by the Florida Bar. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.